There's a, a Jesuit priest, his name is Father Larry Gillick, and he has a really interesting story. So, like typical kids around eight years old, um, I think he was from the Northeast, he was goofing around on, on the porch, on the railing, and some of his friends were making some jokes and pushed him, and he fell back, and he hit his head and lost his sight and was never able to see again. And he said on a YouTube video, and that's where I, I learned about this, says, the great story is what God has done, considering that I lost my sight, I gained a whole lot more. He felt a call to the priesthood and studied theology on Grail and listening to classes, and he just absorbed it, became a priest and a professor, blind, completely blind, but great faith. Archbishop Sheen, Venerable Archbishop Sheen once said, said, divinity is always where you least expect to find it because we can only find it with faith. So Cleopas and his friend, some say it was actually um, his wife, but anyway, the very day of the resurrection, they cut bait. They were leaving, cashing it all in. They were going home. They were quitting. And why was that? Jesus had not met their expectations. But really, why was that? And Jesus told them, point blank, they had hard hearts. Their hearts were hardened. You see, to make a true act of faith, it's not just an intellectual assent to a truth. It's a heart Ascent. It's a, it's a self-entrustment. So my whole life is entrusting to God. They hadn't done that. They had different expectations. They thought Israel would be redeemed, meaning that, that the Romans would have been kicked out and they would be hunky-dory and have their king on the throne, just like King David. And God had completely and utterly different plans. One can spend weeks, months, and years never connecting with the Lord Jesus because one is looking for a Jesus to accommodate one's own expectations and not the Lord's. God's plans far surpasses what we could ever, ever imagine we would be able to do in this life. Far surpasses it. One can be disillusioned and give up and return to old ways and bad habits, cynically touting what's the point. If cynicism controls one's heart, so many cards can be played. A victim card, a woe is me card, a greed card, a power card, a lust card, the seven capital sins card. 
And Jesus can be so close and we don't recognize him. But Jesus is the good shepherd. Remember that in John 10. I am. It's a beautiful, it's called the I am series in the Gospel of John. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and mine know me. And I go out and look for those sheep. And that's what he did. And these are just two disciples. They're not apostles. These were, these were hanger-oners. They were around the crowd. But no one can escape the love of Jesus. A lot of times, you know, the devil plays tricks on us with our thoughts. God is far away. Jesus is far away. How could Jesus care about me? I'm just, I feel like a flat tire. I feel like I can do nothing right. I'm a loser, a perpetual loser. And Jesus, his, he's always, always after us because his, he loves us. We can feel so unimportant. God's got better things to do than think about me. God is all about individuals. And that's interesting. Just one thing. You know, like one way is to look at your, well, your finger, your thumbprint. Not one thumbprint is exactly the same. Not one snowflake is exactly the same. Jesus is all about individuals. And he said, even if a bird falls to, from the sky, your heavenly Father knows that. He's, he's conveying to us, we are of utmost importance to his heart. And Jesus he takes us where we are. He doesn't have his arms folded in judgment, looking down at us. And You went to Catholic school all your life and you don't know this? What are you talking about? You know, he's not like that at all. <laughs> he takes us where we are as he took these, these two people. It was like, you followed me all these times, you saw these miracles, and you're still not believing? He didn't rake them over the coals. He said, I'm going to ask some questions. We can learn so much from Jesus. His love is unconditional. But he does, he does, he does point out you're slow to believe how slow you are. And not only that, you're foolish. He's telling them the truth. When we don't follow Christ with faith, we are foolish. What can the world give us? What can the world possibly give us that God does not give us? How slow you are to believe. Was it not necessary, necessary for the Messiah to enter his glory through suffering? And so then, because it's really hard for us to get our head wrapped around that, how could this suffering actually be beneficial? How could this actually be of worth? Whatever suffering we're going through, it could be our big toe. It could be a bad back. Something chronic and we just can't get over it. It could be a relationship I'm suffering. But Jesus tells us that God takes suffering and transforms it. And that's what he did. His own suffering transformed it into redemptive power. He redeemed us through that. So beautiful. 
And Jesus then, as he does so well, pretended. <laughs> pretended. I've got to keep on going, boys, as they're just listening to the Scripture class. Can you imagine if any of you gotten gone to Scripture class or anything like that? Being taught by the Son of God. <laughs> Everything about him. And they're like eating out of his hand, and he's, I've got to go on. No, 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 please stay. Please stay. It's getting late. Well, he didn't look at his watch, but he looked at the sun. Well, okay. And then we, what we just heard in the gospel is what is taking place here. So first of all, he had the readings. There was the homily. We had readings. We're having a homily. Jesus gave the readings, gave the homily, and now he's celebrating the Eucharist with them, and they recognized him. So what they received that, that beautiful day of grace of faith to recognize Jesus through the breaking of the bread, we have received already. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to increase that faith within us so that every time we come to Mass, we truly experience the risen Christ in our hearts when we receive Holy Communion and share Him far and wide.